Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Dave and me. John, yeah. <laughs> taking care of yourself isn't always easy, okay? Oh my gosh. But it Don't should, get me started. Well, just let me... Okay. okay, sorry. But it should at least, at least be simple. Simple. That's why for say. the last few years, John, me and you, we've been drinking AG every day. No AG, exceptions, uh, okay? Yeah, I do it French. It's just one <laughs> scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes us feel energized, focused, and ready to take on the day and it tastes so good i always want to do two scoops don't because that's what i do you'd be too strong i know i know <laughs> i know and, and because each serving of ag1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins mm-hmm. minerals mm-hmm. pre and probiotics Ooh. right and more that's not even all of it yeah, yeah. there's so much more <laughs> so that i'm not i'm just gonna say more <laughs> it's it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Oh, John, you, you have know? a way with words. Thank you. Let me ask you something. Please. Why do you personally trust AG1 to support your whole body health? See, I'm glad you asked. Okay. I've actually, I've been waiting months for you to ask. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you why. It's okay. because with AG1, I know what I'm getting. And I'll okay. tell you what I'm getting. I'm okay, getting essential me. brain, gut, and immune health support with vitamins, probiotics, nutrients from whole foods. I don't like anything if it's not whole. Don't give him half foods. Don't give me half foods. I like to think of it as like a nutritional insurance, yeah. if you will, Dave. An insurance. An insurance, yeah. yeah. I know I'm covering my nutritional bases right from the start of the day. Now, Dave, let me ask you a question. Let's do it. Let's party. Okay. What makes AG1 a simple part of your daily routine? Well, hold on. Let me get this paper out. I've actually, I've had this sort of ready. Oh, that's your Well, journal. John, wow. you know, I'm just a few me- years removed from my college days. Now, I feel like I'm reading it too rote. Yeah, like, just read it normal. Okay. Yeah. And I start to notice I may need a little more nutrient support than I used to, uh-huh. especially with all the busyness of life, with mm-hmm. work, kids, how much I work out, lawn skateboarding, sure. lawn care, guitar, guitar, skateboarding. But AG1 covers my bases with high quality <laughs> ingredients like pre and probiotics. You've already said this. I've said it many times. Yeah. Antioxidants and whole food. Don't give me half. No. Source nutrients. What the whole thing. I know if I drink it daily, I'm going to feel that extra boost. Yeah. If there's one product that we had to recommend to elevate your health, y'all, it's AG1. And yeah. that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, Start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 uh, the travel places bags. you could go. Five different places or one place five times. With your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash dadville. That's drinkag1.com slash dadville. Check, Check it out. Oh, John. You look... And you're about to sound so refreshed. <sighs> there it is. There it is. It feels like we're doing an ad right now. I know. People probably think we're doing an ad, but we're not. Well, what is well every, this is kind of an ad for I was going to say, what is every podcast <laughs> but an ad for Dadville? Um, it's really just an ad for Dave Barnes, and I'm just kind of helping you. That's how I feel. I was you wondering I mean? how long it would take for us to get here. Yeah. And for you. And I find- knew early on, I remember saying to, to um, my counselor... It'll probably take about 150 episodes. Uh, this is the problem always with doing Dadville with you, John, is that I laugh a lot, but the especially problematic today is that I have got a serious, like, deep cough happening, and so there's going to be a lot of Jason, our wonderful, esteemed, uh, I tell you what, producer. every day the sun rises, I love Jason Shadrick a little bit more. Look at that. Mm-hmm. He's going to have some editing in this. I'm just going to apologize to y'all because if I get tickled, which John is one of the chief ticklers I'm the in my life. I'm the tickle monster. You are the tickle. I'm well, gonna... you've got the cough going on. Can you tell that I have still have a little bit of stuffiness going on? Yeah, a little bit. It's just a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm up there too. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to power through. John, tell me this. Okay. Looking refreshed, not necessarily sounding refreshed. Yeah. How was Christmas? <laughs> there it is. I there it is. Jason, let's keep that one in. Um, <laughs> Christmas was... I'm going to say Christmas was great. Wow. Okay. Uh, Why did I say wow? I don't know. What does that I mean? feel offended by that yeah, that's fair. a little bit. That's fair. Um, 
And no, I think you could say wow because it's you know, I've got a 11-year-old and 8-year-old. Christmas is high stakes. It's like can be said if better. you come out of it saying Christmas was great, that deserves a wow. Yeah. Cuz Yeah, that's true. It's not a foregone yeah, it's, conclusion it's not easy that it to would do. be wow. It's not easy to do. Um I felt great about Amy's gifts. Oh. Um which it's not like I feel like I can say that because I, that's no credit to me. Yeah. I just went out and got the things she told she me to get. For it, but you got them all. <laughs> you had to go physically do that. Yeah, I did. Most of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, you had to receive them. Yeah. And keep track of them and wrap them. There you go. And then put her name on it and keep track of yep. where that was. Yep. Which you laugh. No. Not always easy. I'm saying that with Honestly. a straight face, yeah, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. always easy. Like, where did I hide that present is yes. a real thing. Yes. Slash, I forgot to put the tag on this one. This mm-hmm. is going to be interesting in a couple of days when, it, when this gets open. <laughs> it's like as songwriters, you'd think we would know that when we say to ourselves, I'll remember that. Oh. You're not going to remember facility, it. That facility, that little part of the business, that little like, so it's, keep going. <laughs> Where was I going? The analogy I was going for was that wing of the business building. That's what I was trying to say. It's been shut down. It's been abandoned for millennia. There's not there's nobody in that place. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I just want to keep. I just want to listen to that. Oh my gosh, that got me. What? Gosh. Okay, Jason, can you loop that just a couple times? Yeah, at the end. The the that, that part the yeah of the business. <laughs> and then the okay anyway christmas was great um this was a big christmas because livy sweet livy my youngest has been wanting bunnies mm. for i don't know how long she's wanted somebody to love she, she wants somebody to love i was going that's a somebody co-write there somebody to love no going. let's keep it in my catalog okay. if you can um, oh, look what you did. Yeah. I'm there. Uh, that's a song that Dave and I wrote together on Instant Grace. Anyway, and I was like, hard no. Not even... On the song? I, it's, <laughs> that day, it felt like you really liked it. Yeah, it is hooky. No, but I'm like, no, we're not getting bunnies. We, we don't have any place to put bunnies. What? I, I, just, I have no context for bunnies. <laughs> if you say like a dog, then it's like, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to have bunnies. She really wanted bunnies. I mean, for a long time. It was like researching online and writing like book reports and then like Good presenting gracious. them to us multiple times. It was so cute. And if, and she wore us down. I mean, she she got it. Was it a wore us down or wore you down? She wore me down. There it is. There it Amy is. Amy was like, it was definitely that that whole like, well, you got to convince dad. dad. And she did it to her credit. And now we have... Two bunnies. Fast forward to yesterday. Yeah, we went and got them yesterday. And where one, would you tell that quick story? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, one one got out. We we took them, we like had to drive like an hour away to get them at this rabbit tree, which is a Rabbit is a tree? Thing, a rabbit tree. We got them. Wow. Um, we brought them back. They were like in the van for like, a, you know, an hour and a half. So we were like, let's take them to the backyard. Let them kind of run around, go to the bathroom. Oh. We can all go to the bathroom. Um, and there are a couple spots in our our fence. I mean, it's all fenced in, but you got you yeah, know yeah. of those yeah, couple yeah. spots. You've got where it's perfect like, rabbit holes, honestly. Yes, we really do. One of those rabbits got through one of those holes and went to our neighbor's yard. That is like, I don't know. It's like the worst possible yard for the rabbit to get in because it's. It's covered... Nothing but pythons. <laughs> it, uh, that would have been slightly worse, but not much. I mean, it's like... I don't know. It's like 200 square feet of just thick brush. Wow. And I was just... I'm like, I just spent a lot of money on this rabbit. Remind also, me. Olivia's going to die if this thing runs away. <laughs> I have got to get this thing. I, I was in there for 15 straight minutes just like, like a... <sighs> Diving for this bunny, like in the in the brush, in the brush. I mean, like breaking branches. Just like I'm not even. I'm in like 
I'm in just beast mode. I yeah. can't even feel. It's one of those things where, like, afterwards, you're like seeing all the scratches, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I didn't feel a thing in there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was high drama, and, and I finally got the bunny. Yeah, because like, every time you would get close, it was just dart, right? Yes. And yeah. That thing you can't like. I've got it in my hands, and then it like wiggles out. And... Anyway, got the bunny. Livy, <laughs> Livy was like in tears. Oh. And she was so happy. Like, it was like at the same time, like I came out of the the brush with the bunny in my hands and she's like her whole face is all puffy and she's been crying this whole time but she's so happy because I have is the bunny is it a crying at and it could be all but is it a crying that she lost the bunny or that you she was seeing her dad not be struggle able? so much <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not what something if you sat anyone should see and you're like honey I'm so sorry that was so traumatic bunny she's like oh no dad it wasn't the bunny the bunny is fine <laughs> I just hated seeing you like that. (laughs) Am I safe? Am I safe in life, Dad? Is there another guy that could kind of watch over the house? Oh, my gosh. There's this really strong dad at school. Yeah. Anyway, so that was high drama. But we we got bunnies. Um, You know, it's like your dog situation where it's like we start out with this hard no. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm running through the brush in our neighbor's yard trying to get this bunny that there I'm like, is. I will give anything to get this bunny. Yeah. That I didn't want. And don't bunnies live like 50 years? They live a long time. Yeah. They live like 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Like we'll be empty nesters. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. These You know, you and these, yep, yep. So, um, Cut to a decade from now, I'm in the front yard and I look over and I see you just releasing bunnies <laughs> just into 12 South. <laughs> We look at each other. Nothing is said. I nod. You nod. You close the gate. You mm-hmm. take the cage inside the house. <laughs> nothing is. Ever no, said. I just throw the cage like in the alley. <laughs> this is someone else's problem now. They are really cute. Yeah, they are. They're really cute. So, but it was great. We went up shows. to Indiana. Shows. Oh, yeah, played a lot of shows. Um, November, December was really busy for me, show wise. Yeah, I played. I played one of the. Like most memorable, amazing, my favorite shows of all time. So great! It was so the great. same night as your big show here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. I loved it so much. It was at this, it was in Carmel, Indiana, at this beautiful um, place called the Palladium, which yours was here in Nashville at the Skirmahorn. Mm-hmm. Same designer, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, or like yep. architect, yep. whatever. Um, it was just amazing. I loved it. Mm. It was so great. The band was awesome. You know, Amy and the girls were there. It was so great. Were they the band? In a way, they were. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Not like audibly, but (laughs) I I hired a friend of mine who is a photographer to shoot some shots, and he got this great picture of Livy, like standing up and like clapping, and like you can see me on on stage, you know, kind of waving to the crowd. And my favorite. Brooke Pleasant always shoots the, my Nashville shows, and she mm-hmm. has, she'll always get one a year of the kids' side stage watching yeah. me. Yeah. And it's worth the whole show, that shot, every year. I love that. I've seen your kids watching you on stage. It's, it's such a, like, precious thing mm. to see. I, I love watching the crowd's reaction to someone on stage. It's like, I don't know. It's like it's all you can almost like feel all of their anticipation leading up to this moment. Yeah. Like they've done all the things, they've like bought the ticket, they all this they got their friends together and now they're seeing you or Matt Carney or whoever. It's really cute. And when it's your kids, it's like it's amazing. It's really great. So how about you? Uh great. It was good. Oh, wow. That was fast. Oh wow. I went from well, you said great, and then I don't know, you downgraded I felt like, immediately. Well, I felt like you. I was like, man, I'm oof, I'm coming in two wheels with great. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Andy and I kind of did a recap the other night, and we were just both saying how, I told you and Amy this last night, like the kids just, they got along really well, which, and I got to mm-hmm. give a shout out here, okay? Friends of the pie. Yep. Dude perfect. Dude perfect. Love these guys. They've become friends, which has been really fun. They are just such a... So the kids every morning would come down and watch like a few episodes of Dude Perfect. What happened, which was so fun and unexpected, was my three started filming 
trick shots and episodes like Dude Perfect does. And mm-hmm. it would take hours a day. Mm-hmm. And Ben, my oldest, would get our uh, little um, iPad. Uh, iPad. And got really good in iMovie editing. And it was just, they had so much fun together. And it's, you know, I've, I've texted the guys to tell them that. But I mean, I'm just so thankful for something like that that's really safe for them to watch that makes them then want to get off a screen and go do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, even though they're technically using the, the iPad. But yeah, how do you feel about the iMovie thing? Because Luca and Livy make movies. Yeah. Like they started making these things, called, which your your kids have started, called uh, Six O'Clock News. Oh, yeah. And Luca has, she's gotten pretty yeah, good at editing and putting like it's sound amazing. effects. It's amazing. Transitions. And I, I, I hate it when they're on a phone or a screen. And I want to be clear. I'm by no means, I'm not trying to say we don't do screens. We do screens. Yeah. I just hate it when they're on them. Yeah. But when they're doing making a movie yeah it doesn't feel the same to me yeah it feels like they're being creative they're on a screen this is probably the one of the best ways for them to interact yeah yeah with an with iphone technology yeah that's, that's yeah. a great point so well, it becomes an instrument it's no longer an entertainment device yeah it's yeah. like a guitar it's not like they're passively yeah, just yeah. watching no, they're something heavily engaged yeah um, now, how are the trick shots are they any good some of them were actually really great really it was really cute yeah and Xana was doing it too, which was really fun. So I feel like because of that, we, we just didn't have a lot of like high drama in mm-hmm. fighting, which was yeah. great. We, we didn't quite get to Lord of the Flies, which is always to me. Did like, all that tension just transfer to you and Annie? In trick shots, <laughs> which was real. I did not see that coming. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And she is so athletic. I knew athletic. you guys could do it. Yeah. It was really, she's so athletic. Um, so that was really great. So I, I do feel like we had a good, um, we had a good like, you know, Annie even said, she's like, I could have done a few more days of this because they went back yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I agree. It was like, it was really great. And I, I you know, as they're getting older, you know, you've got new problems, you right. know, or whatever. Yeah. New, oh boy, that's a terrible thing to say on Devil. New, no, I think that's 100% opportunities accurate. for growth. New, <laughs> um, just new challenges. Challenges. Yeah. But, there's a very real sense of we're getting out of the phase one problems, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever those things are. So it yeah. was good. Um, yeah. did some, I only did a couple of shows. I didn't do as many this year cause I'm doing my own shows throughout the year. Next oh year. yeah. You have a lot of shows. Barnes tour. Tour. Go there and buy all the tickets. You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm doing my own shows. So we want to stay out of market so I could do those, which answers some emails and things I've gotten and why we didn't do more Christmas shows. Cause Here's a, let's just give a quick reading on how the industry works, John. You don't want to play a mark. One, you can't legally play a market. 90 days? What's the, what's that called? The, um, uh, what is it? No compete clause. No, uh, yeah. Where you can't. Or radius clause. Radius. It's something. And, uh, you, you know, if you play a market, you're supposed to not play it for X amount of days. Yeah. Because. So like if Dave Barnes wants to play Indianapolis. Yep. And so they, they would find his booking agency would reach out to a buyer or a concert promoter. Let's say I'm the concert promoter. So I would buy the show, basically. I would say, here's, you You negotiate on a price and then I say, okay, Dave can't play, like if the show is February 1st, he can't come up to like a suburb of Indianapolis on January 5th and play a, a public show because that's going to compete with my show that's right you know? and then before or after i just wanted to take the thing that you said and and say it slower and longer you actually explained it yeah genuinely okay no no, no i'm glad you said that that was really clear so to your point you can't do it before or after so you yeah. have this weird yeah you have this weird time in a city where you can't play again and so i knew playing christmas shows would sort of kill off me being able to play shows at least for the first half of the year in those markets so hence i didn't only played a couple shows how many shows do you have up right now quite a bit 20 maybe yeah maybe a little when more. when is the first show uh <laughs> john look at you trying is it to promote my shows this month it is yeah we do a run it starts 24th in charlotte we got charlotte raleigh chattanooga night off and then atlanta nice. so yeah it'll be fun so 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 that meant unlike most years i only did two shows I did this thing in Gateway, um, at Gateway Church down in uh, Fort Worth, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. I'd never done anything like that. Uh, we did six Christmas Eve services, which was nuts. Um, got to hang with Mark Hill of For Him fame, which was just one of the greatest people of all time. 
It was really fun. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of anxiety about it. Not because really? of Gateway. I'd just never been gone for two days during Christmas. That I mean, we, I was gone the 22nd through the 24th. And that's... Oh, you know, that's 22nd? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. that's precious time. And so I carried a lot of yeah. weird sort of like guilt and whatever, but... Easy. I've Easy. carried a lot of pride. What are you looking for? I just... I was gone a lot. Creativity. December. Well, no. Don't, I, don't come at me with that. <laughs> no, no. I need to be clear. I'm gone a lot in December too, usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, weekends. I've just mm-hmm. never been gone that close to Christmas. I've there never been go. gone on Christmas Eve. There we go. Morning yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh, I, no, I would <clears throat> never, never do that. <laughs> oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> Suddenly reversed. Hey, you got home. Do <laughs> 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 can play this, Dave Lawrence. You're going to come at me. <laughs> really, <laughs> shoot, here we go. Here, I feel like a character. Okay. I feel he's like a okay. character in a Disney movie from the fifties. Like when they get excited, they start coughing. We have all that dude, wouldn't you? Um, so anyway, I, I did carry a lot of anxiety around that because I was just like, "Gosh, is that too close? Is it like too? Yeah, yeah. is going to I- interfere with like core memories for my kids? Yeah, um, that's tough. It's all like, yeah, you always are faced with like. I mean, that's that's like high stakes time on the yeah, calendar. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But but you're like, but if I do it, I mean this. Pays for Christmas. Yeah, it was so. it was it was like yeah, it was it was tricky that way. So, but it ended up being great. It was great. Like there was no drama around it. I was there. We and the the church did a great job, and they were so fun to work with. So, um, uh, and then yeah, New Year's was really chill. I mean, we don't really yeah. What did you guys do New Year's? Uh, New Year's Eve. We went I mean. to some friends. Yeah, we went to some friends with the Ryans. Shout out to the Ryans, listeners of the pie. We the steakhouse. Them. Yes, and we met there in the parking lot. We actually didn't even go in. Yeah, because they're not open. No, there. I'll tell you that. If you go to it on it, real talk. If you go to the garbage, you know, bread bread stays <laughs> good for a few days, and so you want to check the weather because you don't want it to be too hot. It'll get kind of moldy. Goes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, we went over to our friends the Ryan's, which was really fun, and uh, but you know, did a early. You know, we I think we oh, left yeah. at ten. You know. Yeah, we went over to our friends, the wards, and we were Shout gone at 8.30. You, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Respect. I mean, we got there around 7.45, so it was a good hang. You were, that's, it was, Australia had been New Year's for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And so, now I have, I have no, I feel like there's a lot of shame around this. Really? I have Going to the no... <laughs> I have no desire to stay up till midnight. Oh. I don't care that it's New Year's Eve. No, no, no. I, I mean... I'm almost prideful about being asleep when the New Year starts. Yeah. Like, what a great way to bring in the New Year. Resting. Right. Right? I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to stay up that late. Yeah. Especially with my kids. I don't want my kids to be up that late. Then, then we're starting the year with them being uh, tired and cranky. And for us, you know, we started school the third. So you yeah. don't have a lot of recovery time there. Right. Which Xana yeah. did stay there for the night, which was really cute. And I think they I think they made it to midnight, but they oh, really? slept a little late and then she took like a three hour nap that day. Or no, mm-hmm. that was the day before actually to prep. True story. Yeah. Yeah. So she navigated okay. But yeah, it's tricky. That's yeah. like Okay. So, Dave. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm let me I'm going through my list here. Are we doing should we do highlights for last year or goals for this year? Let's do highlights last year. Let's wrap up twenty three. Okay. okay. Do you have yours locked and loaded? <laughs> <clears throat> Am I on death's doorstep? I don't know. Sounds like it. If you're going to go out, though, let's Coffin. recap the best Thank highlights of last That's year. That's good. I like where you went there. I mean, I got to say the highlight for me and our family was going to Israel last year. We went to Israel. That's incredible. Yeah, last January. And it was like a trip that had been talked about and planned for years and years and years. It's Amy's. So this cool. is my in-laws. So cool. Wanted to take the whole family. Um. And they were intentionally waiting for like the kids to be old enough, all the grandkids to be old enough so that they could actually experience it and remember it. And But they didn't want to be, her parents didn't too want old. to be too old to yep. not be able to go because well, it's a that, lot of was, travel. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And just probably walking around. Like yeah. you don't want to be so old that you're like, you know. No, I mean, it was a lot of, it, this was like an educational trip. Yeah. You know, um, it's like a, this was like a, pilgrimage to the holy land to like and we went with we had two guys we had uh israel he's actually a palestinian guide who was 
you know, kind of given his take. And then we had our, um, our guide from the States and the two of them have worked together a bunch. And it was, they were like lecturing all day. We go to all these different sites. It was so, it was such a great trip. I mean, we went to just the places it, it has brought like so many things uh to life you know like the southern steps and the garden of gethsemane like so many the sea of galilee all these places that we went it's i mean i'm so grateful that we went that amy's parents took us and that we were able to go when we went because i mean we wouldn't have been able to go obviously this year if if we had postponed it one more year so that was totally a highlight yeah Thank y'all for listening. Uh, what was yours? I, Your Adidas? Adidas. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, they're, I, what is the way to say this? I sort of thought of it as things I learned. Uh-huh. So, so, cause they're not highlights. One of them, especially with March. Yeah. That was a big thing I thought about was March 27th. March just sort of like, well, yeah. There I go, Megan. No, you know, with 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 what happened, because um, as I was reflecting on it, I was kind of like, I actually had this dilemma. It's funny you you said that about highlights. I was like, man, it'd be fun to post some things on Instagram, just a fun reel of like fun moments of the year. Because you know, the album got released mm-hmm. and Lady A tour. There was just so much, really. And then the travel we did as a family. Mm-hmm. Just I should start with that. Um, but you know, there was just a lot of really great stuff, but. With March twenty seventh happening, it was mm-hmm. just so hard to go. How do you, how do you do that? Not to make light of, or not to, yeah, not to make light of other things when you had this horrific thing happen, right? You know. Um, so I was just like, I just don't think I want to. So as I was thinking back, it was interesting, kind of going, how do you, how do I navigate the year knowing that was the biggest part of it. Like, as mm-hmm. Annie said the other night, and hearing her say this, I was like, it's so true. But she's like, you know, it's the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. And it is. So I think, like, I think the thing that I have thought about with that, and one of the, um, you know, like, um, what's the way to say it? Like, uh, takeaways from the year, especially in light of that day, is just how, I was talking to another dad about this the other day, is just how, how grateful it's made me for time with my kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I already, I think, I, I think I'm pretty good about that. Like kind of trying to be, I'm hard, I'm not great at being present, but just having some sense of like, I'm thankful for them. I'm yeah. thankful for today. I'm thankful for, you know, going on trips, you mm-hmm. know, but man, I mean, I think walking through that season and still doing it, it has just really made me thankful. I mean, like mm-hmm. I've really, um, I'm very cognizant of my time with my kids. Yeah. You know, and I, some, a dad said it so well. He's like, I just, you just don't know. So every day you're just like, this is what I have. And I want to enjoy that Mm -hmm. because who knows what could happen later today, much less tomorrow. Right. So I do think one gift from that tragedy, um, for me has been like a real sense of like, man, I'm just so thankful. Yeah. So, um, you know, like just being able to be with them and little things that probably didn't quite register before then really register now, you know, like mm-hmm. playing some of those dude perfect games with yeah. them or whatever. It just feels like, or just watching a movie or something, you know, it just mm-hmm. feels like, gosh, this is not everybody's experience from that day. Yeah. You know, so, um, I, I am thankful for that in, in light of how hard and heavy and nightmares that day was and still is. That is one of the things that I'm like, you know, I think I'll always take from from this year is just how thankful I am. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the, it's like the thing that we all know conceptually. I mean, you, you can say it all day long, like you gotta, like it goes yeah. by fast, yeah. you're not promised tomorrow, but when you have an experience like you guys yeah. had... Yeah, that makes it real tangible. Yeah. And you know... And you would never wish that on someone. No, no, no. No, no, But but there is a, you know, a positive to take away, you know. Yeah, and you know, know, one other quick thought that I think, to your point, that I thought about the other day, you know, it just just came out of nowhere, you know? So it's like, it started just like today did, 
yeah. you know? And so yeah. I think that's what's so, it's one of the things so heavy about it is it's not something you get to prep for. It's not right. something you see the storm brewing and you kind of know like, all right, buckle up. It's mm-hmm. just like, um, it just came out of nowhere. So I think that's even more why I'm so thankful on this side of it. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, things can just change so quickly. So I really want to be present for whatever I've got right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, you keep coming in a little earlier than I like oh, you to. It's written. It's as, John, it says uh, come. Da- no, well, it's, like, we got to rehearse later. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, if, okay, question. I, yeah. I, I like to start these with questions, John. Sure. If ButcherBox could grant you one wish, Ooh, one wish for the new year, what would it be? Peace of mind. Okay. I had it locked and loaded, Dave. Wow. I need peace of mind in 2024. Okay. And I need it to come from ButcherBox. John, <laughs> this is crazy. I have great what? news for you. Tell me. How does Humanely Raised... Uh-huh. High quality meat. I'm listening. And seafood you can trust sound. I tell you what, I'll tell it. I'll tell you what in three words. It sounds good. Oh, love that. But let me follow up with another say, question. I love you, but yeah, <laughs> and I love you so much, okay, Dave. That's oh, that I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah, is that high quality meat 100% grass fed? <laughs> what do you okay, think they're and, doing, John? Hang on, I got more. Okay, and is the chicken? Organic and free range. I mean, I want those chickens to be free. Running amok. Right. Dave, is the pork raised crate free? And is the seafood wild caught? Yep. If you could possibly answer yes to all those questions, then ButcherBox would indeed have have ingranted and granted me peace of mind for this new year. Tell me. John, (laughs) buckle up, crash test dummy, because guess what? (laughs) Not only is that a yes to every question, oh my goodness. but the double B, ButcherBox, also guarantees that its meat has no antibiotics or added hormones. All right, there it is. ButcherBox is going to be a middle of mind. school, a lot of hormones. Yeah. John. Yeah. That's just me. Anyway, I should get back to the point. <laughs> Listen, that's great, John. We lost you there. Now, <laughs> I'm just thinking about middle school and then Titanic, and it was a whole thing. Now that you have peace of mind, why and what do you say? Not why. Don't answer that part. Yeah. Answer the part. Yeah. What do you say? We cook up. But buckle up, my soon-to-be-famous TRS, which is Turkey Reuben Skillet Recipe that I found on ButcherBox.com. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds great, yep. actually. First, I, I want to make you my already famous okay. Denver frittata. Oh, that is your masterpiece, John. So light and so fluffy. fluffy. I know. Everyone says it. Yeah. Listen, great recipes and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Yeah. Plus, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, guides, tips, hacks. Now, Dave, mm-hmm. it's time to tell them about our special deal. Oh, don't wait for you asking that. ButcherBox is giving us a special deal here at Dadville. New members get two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken breasts, or two pounds of salmon, okay, for free in every order for a whole year. That's insane. Plus, get 20 bucks off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash Dadville and use the code Dadville to choose your free offer and get $20 off. <laughs> Man. Dave, Jeez, yeah. I want to give a shout out. Yeah. And when I give a shout out, I always I laugh because it just brings me so much joy you to give a shout, shout out to Claritin yes. Yes. for supporting this episode and providing us with free oh, samples. You know it, John. This time of year, my allergies are in fuego. They're mm-hmm. always on the attack, but I use this and you should too. Oh, I do, Dave. Every day in our house. Yeah. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is, this is me raising my hand, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill to relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, itchy and watery eyes an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. John, I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for a long time, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for a run without my eyes watering. I may be crying, but it's not sure, from allergies. Totally different. And I can sing without feeling like I have a fr- like a big old, let's not even call it a frog. It's a, it's like a toad. It's like a family of toads. It's a family. It's a turtle. Yeah. In my so you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? Yeah, me. I it's know. time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. 
Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. gosh. I didn't know you could stretch that far. That's amazing. I can't. That's actually a friend of mine. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Do you, speaking of your friends, do Uh you ever bring your kids to the grocery store? Oh, Dave, that's like the rookiest of rookie mistakes. No. In fact, you shouldn't even bring yourself to the grocery store. Whoa. It's Thrive Market all the way, Dave. That was a trick question, and that is also Uh. the right answer, John. (laughs) Thrive Market is our go-to for all our grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of ordering everything on their website or app and getting everything delivered to your doorstep quickly is a huge stress reliever. Huge stress reliever. And the products are amazing. Mm -hmm. Plus... You can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks and trust that you're getting high-quality products mm. so that you can shop worry-free. Yes. I don't like to shop worried. You know what <laughs> I mean? Worry shopping is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you just place an order for some gluten-free items, like using the gluten-free filter. Ooh. Boom. It just gives you all the gluten-free stuff. Wow. I got Fit Joy grain-free pretzels. Yeah. P.I.P. corn white cheddar Cheese balls. Guys, for those of us in the loop, it's called pip corn. No, no, no I call it PIP. It's, a, again, a Midwestern okay. regional thing. <laughs> totally. And I got some Lotus ramen noodles. You are off. You're just off. The, I'm you're, off you're to cra- the races, You are Dave. crazy, John. Not only do I save time shopping as a Thrive Market member, I also save money on every single grocery order, over 30% each time on average. That's crazy. They even have a price match guarantee and a deals page that changes weekly. That's right, Dave. In fact, on my last order, not to be you know competitive about it, but my last order of gluten-free items, the cost was four. $46. I saved 11 bucks. <sighs> I saved 10 last time. Plus, when you join Thrive Market, you can enjoy it and join it, John. I was trying to make both those it's words It's not work. an either or. It's, you can, guys, it's choose your own adventure, okay? <laughs> and when you join and enjoy Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash dadville for 30% off your first order plus free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash dadville. Thrivemarket.com slash dadville. And join today. So um, things that we're learning. I've got a little list here as well. Oh, look at you. We're going to go back and forth. Back, back, forth and forth. Uh, yes, let's do that. I like that. All right. These are in no particular order. Yeah. Because um, this is still with an eye on 23. Like, right? Yeah. We're kind of learning. This Here's some things we learned last year. Well, yeah. Still learning. Things Always that learning. I am definitely still learning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that I'm learning and want to be good at. Yeah. And better at. Uh, how to be a better husband. Which I think really hinges on just for me personally at times when i feel like i'm i have not been the my best self as a husband i'm like it seems like every time it's like just listen and empathize more hmm. you know those are the two big things that i feel like i need to be i mean maybe in a marriage it's like that's one of the main things that we really want is like we want the other person to listen to like to feel like they're they're seeing us, you know, and sometimes I can, even though I I don't feel like I'm terrible at that, but there I are some times. Say, that, I, I'm not trying to just boost our numbers by yeah. saying how great of a dad you are, but I I wouldn't see that as problem spots for you. I mean, but you know, I think at times I'm good at it, and at times I can be I I can be. I, here's the thing, I think. All these, I, I put this later on in my list about actually being a better dad. And one of the things that I, not to jump ahead, but one of the things that I, I see as being um, a real hurdle, the thing that gets in the way of me being a good dad, in those moments where I'm like, where I'm at my worst, yeah, yeah. It nine times out of 10, it's because of stress in other areas. Yeah, right. right. So I really, as I was like, kind of thinking about this list and writing these things down, you really back up and you see how everything is connected. Yeah. And I think when I get stressed about other things, when I'm feeling overwhelmed with 
whatever, with work, with, you know, anything, it can take away. And, and often like your spouse is the person that gets nixed first because they're the closest, they're the safest. They're the person who, they're always there. So it's like they sort of get the short end of the stick because you're preoccupied. I'm preoccupied with other things. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes I can just, I can, I can um, miss it on just that simple act of just listening yeah, and empathizing. Yeah. yeah. One of the things, I, I keep this list of things I'm learning every year in every, like in, in the notes app. And in one of them that I really circled and was like, man, this is something I need to keep thinking about. But uh, we're not trying to become more independent. We're trying to become more dependent with the Lord. Uh-huh. And that's not hardwired into me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always trying to like just kind of island myself off to where it works. And I have my little system out there and it's right. doing its thing. And I'm a little right. sovereign nation of Dave that's always. And I think the more I thought about that a lot this year, it's like my natural North star is to get independent, self-sufficient, self-sustaining. And I think the the longer I walk with the Lord, the more I'm realizing it's wildly the opposite. Like mm-hmm. I'm at my best when I'm the most dependent, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not a posture that's very popular or, you know, propagated in, right. in, in this American culture is, totally. you know, so that's something I'm trying to think about. Well, you know, Amy and I were talking about this the other day. If we lived like the first church, hmm. that what you're describing would be more, it would be easier yeah. because we would all be in in it together. Yeah. It's like you sell your guitars or whatever. It's all going in the pot. We're all living together. We're yeah. all taking care of everyone's needs as a community. Yeah. And we read that like in Acts and we're like, man, what a, yeah. Yeah. What a like yeah. North star. Yeah. But we live in America in 2024. We're not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tricky because we as believers are trying, we're sort of, and I'm not saying that we all, I'm not saying anything right now. I'm just saying we sort of have this ideal as like the early church, but we're trying, sort of trying to like stride the fences here and yeah. live yeah. both. How do you, how do you kind of hold on to what's important while at the same time keeping an eye on our property values going up. Right, right, right. What new car are we getting? You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's tricky. It's it's interesting. I, I think it's something, which is funny because I didn't plan on saying this, but it absolutely sort of connects to this idea. If there's something I feel so strongly and it gathers in strength every year, it is this idea that we really are supposed to be together. Like God mm-hmm. really did make us as humans to be symbiotic creatures. We yeah. are not independent creatures. In fact, independence is basically where everything starts to go bad. Yeah. Pretty much everything goes bad, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think when you think communally, like you're saying, I've thought about this so much in the last really few years, but I think that's why the church is such a big deal. And I know for probably a lot of people listening, who knows the, you know, the associations you have with the word church and a lot of hurt. And I totally get that. Um, But I do think still, we are, we're just meant to be together. We really are. As, as, and I'm speaking, I'm speaking as humans, but I think I would say, especially as Christians, like God really wants us together. We're a body of people. You know, mm-hmm. we're not little islands. Like I was joking about earlier about mm-hmm. myself. And so I think as I get older, I just understand that so much more. I think being yeah. involved, you know, at covenant, like Annie and I are, we just get, is it hard? Is it awkward? Is it time consuming? Is it a pain in the neck? Yes. Like a hundred percent, but I'm rarely ever leaving being with those people feeling like it was a waste of time. Yeah. Right. I feel, uh, uh, seen Mm -hmm. a part of something. And so I think like my, my encouragement, anybody listening, I, I just think that's something I would hope you'd think about this year. If you've found yourself separated from church or whatever, I think, you know, I laugh with a buddy of mine. I was like, I can't really prove this scripturally, but I, I do think, and maybe I can, but I, I do think if you, if you sat with the Lord and said, Hey, why do you want us to get together for church? I, I just think he, if he gave you a graph, or <laughs> like a pie graph, I think it would be like 75% of it would be just being together. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be like a word that shared praise and worship. 
and that is a that's a bit. I don't mean to minimize those things. Like right. we don't need to go there for us. We go yeah. there to 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 praise and honor God. But I do think baked into that experience is God going. I made you guys to be together. That's why I want you to be together. Yeah. It's not to to you know. I think we can get messed up with reasons for the church, mm-hmm. and I think a huge part of it is just because it physically at a molecular level, it's good for us to be together. Totally. You know, my our old church. Back up in Indianapolis before we moved to Nashville, um, we had small groups, and one of the people in our small group asked our head pastor at the time, shout out to Todd Fisher, who yeah. we love. She was like, "What? what's the point of small group? Wow. And he was like, so that when you move, you have some people to help you move. Wow. And I was like, I, I don't know if everyone who hears that if it will hit them the same way. But uh, to me, I was just like, that's great. That Man, is, that's that is it. That's it's community. Um, and I, f- I, I feel like we could talk about this for a long, long, long time, but let's do it back to, back to the living in America in 2024. <laughs> I, th- I feel like the things that I believe matter to God in my life and your life and our lives aren't the things that often stress me out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we just did this renovation on our house. I mean, I don't, I can make a real solid argument for why we needed to do that. Now need is in quotes, but it's like, it, it makes a lot of sense to do. I don't feel like we're being reckless, all that kind of stuff. But you know, we've got this renovation that costs a lot of money and that stresses me out. And Amy and I were talking the other day and, you know, she's like, we're going to be taken care of. It's it's all going to be great. And I was like, here's the thing. I don't think, I think if we had to like sell our house and move in with my parents or something like that, I truly believe that would be a real time of growth for me. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think me paying off this loan that I got for this renovation, I don't think God, if I can speak for God, I'm not sure he's got his eye on that being like, we got to make sure we make those payments. I don't think that matters to him. I think the things that really matter are he wants me to not be tied in with that or have my identity locked into being in this house or being in this neighborhood or whatever. I, I think that's where it gets kind of tricky because I'm like, I think the things that matter aren't what I stress about sometimes. You know what I mean? And I think that the things, if you were like, trust that the Lord's got, got us. I'm like, I, he, he's got us, but not in the way that yeah. is going to be comfortable. Like a 30,000 foot view got us. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. He's not moving me toward the comfort that I want. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it can just be really interesting, you know, living in this, this world that we well, live and, in. And I'll say this quickly. I think that I didn't put it down, but I put down (laughs) one song. One of the things that I almost said is exactly that, that that, that's something last year that I learned a couple of different ways, which is growth always always comes from discomfort. Like always. It's it's so rare that something comfortable makes you grow in a way. Mm -hmm. And I think there were a few things last year that I really can point to to go, man, that was like scary and hard. And on the other side, unbelievably helpful in life mm-hmm. giving. All right. I kind of already said the better dad thing. Um, keeping everything in life in, in check. My worst moments as a dad result in stress from all those other things. Um, I really want to, I want to, what I have written down is relax in my face. Hmm. Last year was, and I don't know what word to use. So what I've written here is active. Last year was one of the most active, no, the most active and most tumultuous times in my faith. Oh, wow. I would say. And I I want to, um, I couldn't bring myself to write down the phrase faith journey. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I think there Even, has to be a flute playing for you to say that out loud. <laughs> Even though I'm like, that's well, that's what it is. Yeah, I just yeah, didn't want to sure. write it, so I I made this whole thing about not writing it, yeah, yeah. so that I could yeah, yeah. 
Then say it. For the record, I didn't write it. Um, I kind of want to, I want to enjoy this tumultuous kind of, like it's really unsettling if I, in, in a totally fine way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I think it's better than inactivity, you know? Hmm. So I want to just kind of relax in that. Just, just go along with the ride. Keep moving forward, you know? And I think the thing that, that gives me anxiety about it is sort of this fear that like I'll be in some conversation with a bunch of Christians and we'll be talking and they'll, they'll be like, I think I've said this on here before, but they'll, they'll be like, wait a minute, what, what did you just say? And then they'll all take a step back and they'll be like, oh, you're not really a part of our on group, faith are journey. you? You're not on our faith journey. You're not, you're not on our faith journey. <laughs> Why do you have so many questions? You know, Gosh. faith journey. Um, yeah, I, I get that. Do you mean that from like, that you would say something? What is the fear there? I think there's always been a part of, maybe not always, but in my adult life, there's always been a part of me. I'm the guy in in the pew that's leaving with, I came in with 10 questions. I have like 48. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. And I personally am fine with that. Yeah. But I think that if if like in a small group setting, if I just said everything that's popping into my brain, people in the small group would be like, why don't we get you into a different group so that we can kind of keep going with our agenda here? You know what I mean? <laughs> that is amazing. So, yeah, I think the most, the pro, one of the, I'm going to, I'm going to come off the top up with this. Um, one of the most encouraging things I've ever learned about our, our faith was when I, I taught a Sunday school once at, at Covenant on basically kind of like prayer and asking God questions. And I can't tell you how booing it was for my faith. Because if you look at all of the studs in the Bible, who are also just awful people like we all mm-hmm. are, some I was amazed. It was like, I didn't even mean for the journey to turn out what it, because I was going to do prayer. But the more that I looked at, because I was like, well, the best way it feels like to learn about prayer is just how have people talked to God in the past. And so many of those interactions are people being accusatory, mean, mm-hmm. uh, mad. Mm-hmm. So many questions. Um, it's not these postures of reverence. I mean, well, that's not fair. It, it, I think it's not always. It's not always irreverent, but but there's a lot of like, what are you doing? You said mm-hmm. you were going to do this and you didn't, or why are we still here? Mm-hmm. You know, and and no times do you ever really see God go. How dare you? I mean, when Sarah laughs, that's one of my favorite parts of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You know that this angel's like, hey you're gonna have this baby and, and then she, you know, and she's over in the tent laughing. Like, I think a lot of us, for me, I would have been like, Oh, he walks over and he's like smote. You know, like right. I touch her for and she turns nuts. Right. No, no. He's like, I get it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? And so for me, it was this huge moment for me to realize that questions and authenticity is really what the Lord wants. Not this sense of, <clears throat> uh, inauthentic reference. Right. He would yeah. always rather deal. I mean, you look at Jesus dealing with people in the New Testament. The people he got the maddest at were the Pharisees who that's exactly their posture. Right. Right. This thing in me that I have, which is yeah. like, I'm going to be reverent and look like everything's together. And he's like, stop. And right. then the people that came up to him were like, can you do this for me? Like, I don't even know if I believe. And he's like, see, now I can work with it. Or like, why have you done this? Like, that's a great question. Let's talk about yeah. what I've done. You know, there's, and so I think for me, that was really helpful because I do have this thing in me. that's like, I don't have any questions or mm-hmm. what if I'm mad right now? And I think the Lord's just like, whatever you are, I already know. Right. Just be the thing. Well, I have zero anxiety about with, with like, how does God feel about? Yeah. Cause like you're saying, if, if I'm feeling it, it's there. Yeah. There's yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in there. I, I, my only anxiety is um, where I fit in sort of this community yeah, yeah. of believers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it's like no one is coming up to me with a microphone saying, what are your thoughts on predestination? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then publishing them in some, you know, <laughs> some blog or something. No, no one cares. But it's, it's, it's just an interesting feeling as Christians to be in these gatherings yeah. where people are talking yeah. and people are 
saying how they see certain things, you're hearing sermons, you're all that kind of stuff. And sometimes I can feel like like I'm the odd man out. Yeah. I Even though that. I know there's there's nothing unique about what's going on in my in my head. But and I feel I I, I think that it's helpful to to say that and to make that known to people because I because there are other I would oh, yeah. want to hear that. Yeah. You yeah. know. There are other people who may not be feeling that at all and God bless you. Yeah. Um and there may be some people who are like that's how I feel. Yeah. Every time. Yep. You know. Yeah, that's, yeah, I feel that. I think uh, one of the last ones, I had this written in my um, notes, and this is something I thought about last year that I think I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully going to think more about this year. What if the answer to the prayer for encouragement, right? So I pray that a lot, just like for encouragement, mm-hmm. is God humbling me. I think in many ways I've been able to really hear the encouragement and accept and accept it because I was humbled enough to really hear and accept it. So this this played out this year for me with this album release because, you know, I was and love the record. I'm so proud of it. And um, but you know, I had like really high hopes for it coming out. People would hear it and really get it, and it'd be this. And I kind of felt that building in me. Um, and so I remember when we released the first couple singles. Like you know, it just didn't wasn't quite the response I was hoping for, which I don't even know what the response right. was supposed to be. That's yeah. the problem. But I was pretty like bummed and I'd prayed for encouragement before that and like Lord just let this land let people like it let it be what I'm trying to make it you know it was really ambitious record so I was like I wanted to and you know after those first couple songs came out and it was like just wasn't doing what I'd hoped I was just so discouraged and I had this moment Mm -hmm. of clarity though that it felt like I realized that when people did say something about it it meant so much Mm-hmm. like a lot yeah you know your encouragement my friend's encouragement and I had this moment where I was like oh my gosh I think if I hadn't been discouraged and humbled right I would not have taken I wouldn't have onboarded any of those encouragements uh-huh. because I'd have been like well yeah I mean I worked hard on this yeah like that's this is the yeah it's a great record this is, this is what comes from putting a bunch of time into something hopefully right. people see it and think it's a quality thing or whatever uh-huh. and it was really interesting because I, I, I remember literally where I was walking in front of the house and thinking about this and I really felt like the Lord was like Dave no this is what this is how this works sometimes like the humility that I'm that you're experiencing is absolutely an answer to your prayer for encouragement mm-hmm. you are being encouraged because you've been humbled yeah isn't that right. interesting which yeah. feels so <laughs> like <laughs> It it's just like, feels like a... It's like boot camp. Yes. And then your first Snickers bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> there I go. Yeah. I mean, uh, it really was. And so, you know, it's just the way God works. It's that weird thing mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. It's the upside down world of what we believe. And so I think it's, 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 it's been an interesting thing to think about moving forward is like these ways that God answers prayers that, have, mm-hmm. that, that give you more than... Because it, it ended up being one of the sweetest seasons of my life with a record. Like, I was so encouraged. Mm-hmm. People were so kind and so encouraging and, you know, so many sweet notes and all these things, you know, from people that I really took on. Like, it really meant a lot to me. Yeah. And I don't think they would have. The exact same amount and notes and kind words would not have meant the same if I hadn't been discouraged and humbled first, mm-hmm. you know, I think I would have been like, okay, well just more of them then. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so I think moving forward, it's, it's sort of your point about like holding things a little light, lighter, like being a little more okay with understanding that I don't know everything mm-hmm. and there's grace in that, you know, kind of like being okay with discomfort or, or not something not looking the way I think it's going to look at the moment that really still may, everything may be okay. You yeah. know? And yeah. so, that that was a big that was a huge moment for last year. I'm really hoping to kind of remember this year as I walk yeah. in. You know, um, I mean, we could we could get like a bunch of artists friends on here, and we could just talk about release day. Oh my gosh! And just the minefield that oh. that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, too. I've read a great, and we don't have to talk about this long. Uh, but I'll just say this quickly. I read a really interesting quote that made me think a lot about this, which I wonder, you know, if this resonates with you too, but somebody, um, I think it might've been Ruben said this and I thought it was really, really insightful. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. Just back in when he won in 2004. Um, the difference between entertainment and art is that art is telling people things they didn't know before, challenging them, taking them to new places they didn't see. Entertainment is about feeding back your preferences to you. And both are great. Yeah. That is yeah. not a qualifier. Right. But I think, you know, when, when this record to me is a little more art than it is entertainment. And so I think the thing that he's sort of um, implying there we go. is is that, um, you know, it's not going to have the same response as entertainment does. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. going to, it's, it's a little more push and pull and prodding and discomfort to yeah. get you somewhere eventually that you really hopefully enjoy. And so I think that was, that was also something I thought about a lot this year. Cause there's, you know, I mean, you've done that. You've made records that you go, this is more entertainment. This is fun. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting songs out that this is like candy. It's so great. Right. It's immediate response. It's like, boom. And yeah. then you made records. You're like, okay, like I'm really pushing here a little bit like mm -hmm. this. I need you to go with me. Cause there's a, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. To, like my last single that I put out, this is not a promotion, but it, it is out there and available for streaming. <laughs> the only one. That's that's like you're saying that yeah. that is straight down the middle yeah, yeah, pop yeah you know um and this I was actually working on a song last night um from my forthcoming album mm -hmm. and it, it's like it's hard to kind of parse out like where the fork in the road is for that mm. where like art goes this way entertainment goes this way yeah 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 but I think there this is going to be wildly uninteresting because I'm just talking about a song that no one has heard yet, but there, there is like, there's this part in like the end of the chorus where I'm like, I know that I feel like the entertainment route would be to do this. Uh -huh. And I just, I kind of want to go and do this instead. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, to um, navigate those two things. Because once you know what the entertainment route might be, yeah, you always got in the back of your mind like, well, is that the what makes the best song, or yeah. am I? What am I? What are my goals here? It's tricky. It can well, be I really think the, the best version is actually probably both, right? Like I think about obviously I've been thinking about the Beatles a lot lately, but it's both. I mean, mm -hmm. Penny and the, or uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Penny Lane. Uh, either one of those songs, they're both wildly entertaining. Yeah, you love listening to them, but they're also very artistic. So I think there is a nice, what you're doing with your new song, there's a centrifuge of both. It, I don't think it has to be, but I do I think... I mean, I think for me, the goal is to not even have those conversations in real yeah, time, yeah, yeah, which yeah. seems, yeah. it's almost impossible. Yeah. But it's like, I, I'm, the goal for me is just to create and not be editing as I'm creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really well said. It's almost impossible. Yeah, it's really you well. know. I think I think that, that and then I'll, I'll end my part of this by saying... I think for me, you know, that, that be it in my spiritual life, like I've said, like you've enunciated, you know, a few minutes ago, the grace, the gracious posture of holding things more open-handed, you yeah. know, be it for me, like being less judgmental myself or, you know, um, and not to just let things slide. That's not what I'm trying to say, but you know, mm -hmm. just not beating myself up about things. But also I think occupationally, honestly too, like with all the shows I've got this year, there's a lot of, you know, expectation and anxiety around those and how mm -hmm. they're going to go. And what if nobody shows up, but really trying to be like, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. If there's 25 people at one of these shows, it's still completely okay. Right. And not, I've used this word too much, right? But just not onboarding all of the things that come with that. It's like, it's over. Nobody cares. Right. right. If I had it, it's, it's gone. If, right. you know, and I probably <laughs> didn't have it. So, but just going, it's just okay. You can't lose something that you never <laughs> have. <laughs> so I think for me, like you said, not just spiritually, occupationally, like just, just, just a little more grace in my life for yeah. like, it's okay. Like all this stuff is okay. If people don't love the record, like I wish that it's okay. Like it's all okay. Like you I imagine if we could see ourselves the way that we see our kids. Oh my gosh. You know, like as my, my girls are, are in the drama club at school and you know, the, the play is in a couple months and it's just, you can kind of see them. They're getting their parts and they got their script and they're practicing and you're just like, it doesn't matter. Mm. None of it, none of it. It's all going to be, you're already amazing. Yeah. It feels like 
crazy to even think that I could view myself that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's like, that's how I'm viewing my kids. I mean, do you think about how the Lord sees us? Yeah. I mean, that's that. I mean, to your point about kids, it's like, oh, that ruins me. I'm like, what am I so stressed out about? Mm-hmm. Like, it really is all going to be okay. You it's, know? All, it's already yeah. great. You're yeah. great. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Look at that. What a great way to end this episode. It's all good, It's guys. all good. It's all okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I will say, I am really excited about this year with interviews. We have oh, got some slammers. <laughs> I kind of want it in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just uh, aged 40 years in one sentence 